easily irritated when not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. Welcome to another episode of Easily Irritated with your host, Mike McCallan. <sighs> you know, I feel like I say this a lot, but I had a very weird day yesterday. You know, it started off at 3 a.m. when that lady dropped off a package with my name on it. Then she Snapchatted me for for about three hours that could be an exaggeration of less or more I don't know but it was just snapshots of her crying and essentially using me as a soundboard I was like what you can't possibly think this is communicating with someone you know especially snapchat too because you're just staring at yourself sad talking if anything, it's an ego trip. You're like, yeah, let's ham it up. Oh, you don't look sad enough. Ham it up! But, seriously, you can't act. Like, FaceTime's one thing, because you can at least see the other person, you know? But Snapchat, you're looking at yourself. Crying. Talking. I know, because I responded to a few of them. Um... Tried to be apologetic and such. But, um, I kind of, I, I can't communicate that way, you know? I'm staring at myself, who I'm not always the biggest fan of. It was dark and it was very shadowy. Got weird features, got a big nose. It's like there's not enough light. Need light from at least three angles, right? I need to be beautiful. This isn't the bright light, but I don't know if I care that much about this video. You know, does it need full production for however long a Snapchat is? What, 10 seconds, 30 seconds? It wasn't long enough. I need more time to talk. But either way, you know, it's not communicating. But if that's what she needed, you know, use me as a soundboard to validate what you already thought, go ahead. That's me, the emotional punching bag. But in her defense, you know, I did at times treat her less than human. But at the same time, she also was stalking me. And how do I define stalking? Because I know she's got mad in the past, you know? Well, if you follow somebody and or watch somebody without their knowledge and learn their habits and their whole schedule and everything so you know when to drop by their house when they're not going to be there, that is called surveillance, which is stalking. And also, trust is earned, all right? Trust is earned. I think I'll get to that, uh, that other point in a second. But trust is earned, all right? Now, if you can't trust, if I can't trust that you're not going to randomly show up at my house unannounced... I can't date you, let alone be friends with you. Now, I've questioned her about this before. And her answer was, well, I thought you would just say no. Well, then, if that's what you thought, then what you think my reaction was going to be when you wake me up at 10 a.m., I go to sleep at 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. 
I'm a late night cookie. You know that because just stalk me. Why would you show up when you know I'm sleeping? After having the thought, I'm not going to text him because he's just going to say no. Did you think I was going to be friendly any of those times? You know, I'm many things, but I say what I mean. And as in later in the day, I, uh, I don't know if I did it on purpose or on accident, or I'm just not sure how the internet works. You know, my intention wasn't to be berated and yelled at for sure. Absolutely the meanest anybody's ever been to me. But in her perspective, I was a dick. In my perspective, she ghosted me. But that just tells me we had zero communication skills, you know? Also, the person... Well, I'll tell you what happened before I get ahead of myself. So, I'm not a huge Snapchat person. But my friend, my best friend, and his wife, they get mad at me because they send me tons of Snapchats. And so does my ex-girlfriend, who's a friend of mine, Mandy. She sends me Snapchats, and I, I don't know how else to communicate with her. And I like her. She's cool. And uh, I know now that it was asking me if I wanted to add someone from my contacts. And like... Robin popped up. I'm not going to hide her name. Her name is Robin with a Y, okay? I'm not going to change names no more. I'm just not going to say their last name. You don't know my life. All right? Latigra might know my life. Miss Nightmare, which is the same person, might know my life. But you guys don't. I'll give you my address. Can't all be creeps. I mean... Seem like pretty, pretty cool people. I mean, I feel like there's a pretty good chance that out of 12,000 of you, there's some creeps, you know, especially the ones, no offense, from Arizona. The 40 of you that are from AZ, probably the best looking creeps you might ever see in your life. Because it's not an exaggeration, all right? LA's known for hot people? Well, who do you think is the spillover for LA? Phoenix. Right? Phoenix gets all the hottie rejects. All the people that couldn't make it in Hollywood come here. And then they go to Texas, New Mexico, Florida. Some free spirited ones go to Hawaii. Same climate, you know? It was weird the first time I went to Hawaii. So many people, so many people from Arizona. It was like, why would you move to a place that's the same hotness level? I mean, granted, it's not like 120 out, but like with the humidity, it might as well be. You're still wet all the time. Everything's moist. And yeah, you have the ocean. But if you're on the big island, it's just filled with lava rock. I know, I tried to swim and stuff, and it said locals only. And apparently, it's not a race thing. The movies made it seem like a race thing, locals only. Maybe it is in some places, who knows. On the big island in Hawaii, it was because the locals know where the lava rocks are. Because it's almost at water level, so if you don't see it, you're going to be fucking just road rash all over on your body if you're like surfing or bodyboarding or scuba diving or whatever i don't know is, is it scuba diving the same as snorkeling probably not <sighs> comedian ryan osborne would get mad at me i know he his dad grew up in a or his dad had a scuba shop when he was a kid with a weird pirate with a patch eye i could be misremembering that story i don't know it's on the podcast Speaking of Ryan, he's moving back, and I'm happy. You know, 
it's nice to have another comedy friend here in Arizona. You know, we're both good looking. We're both intelligent. He notices my obsession for phallic-like things. Who doesn't like a good hard dick, you know? Anyway, back to the story. Back to this girl, Robin. Anyway, this thing popped up on Snapchat. I now know that it was asking if I wanted to add someone for my contacts. But I thought add like like a quick ad like, hey... I don't know what I thought. I just saw someone that I recognized that I think about often from time to time. Because I haven't really dated anybody seriously besides Mandy um, in, since Robin, you know? She kind of like got under my head a little bit. I never had anything against her. Just want to put that out there, you know? But... Maybe I wasn't mature enough for a relationship back then. Who knows if I am now? Who knows? I'm not going to say anything negative. I'm just going to say the facts, which may or may not be negative. You know, this is easily irritated. It's not happy, fun, fun, say nice things about everybody all the time, you know, because if you honestly think that. Everybody has happy thoughts, happy, nice thoughts about everybody all the time. You are sorely mistaken, my friend. A lot of hateful thoughts in people's heads. We filter a lot through our mouths. What, because I don't? I'm the bad guy? Okay. You know, when I was younger, I, uh, and she says this too, Robin, is, uh, I lied about, uh, a lot. About little dumb things. And honestly, it's because I was insecure and codependent. And I still fight those uh, codependent, like, uh, tendencies, you know? But I'm not really insecure as much anymore. I could give a fuck about what people think, you know? Which, you know, obviously when I... I started trying to be more assertive. I overcorrected, which could have been more of a dick to La Tigra or Miss Nightmare, whatever she prefers, whatever her pronoun is, you know. And for that, I apologize. There's nothing I can do about the past. All I can do is be a better me. It, uh... Bums me out that uh, I made someone sad or mad, intentionally or unintentionally, whether or not you stalked me or not. But in the case of Robin, I really liked Robin. And uh, I'm, I'm not the most, I'm thoughtful, all right? I'm romantic, but I put a lot of, like, heart, you know, into a girl that I had only been dating for a month, you know? Sorry, I don't understand. Google, I'm not talking to you! Google is so rude. Like, she knows I'm recording a podcast, and did you hear her talk? She says she didn't understand me. I wasn't even talking to you, Google. So rude. So rude. That's why I need an actual assistant and not like a a round box speaker thing. Sometimes she talks in English and sometimes she has an Australian accent. Who's the comedian? She knows she's not allowed to steal my thunder. How dare you? Anyway, so I put a lot of heart into this gift for Valentine's Day for a girl that I'd only been dating for a month. And I'll tell you my perspective and I'll tell you hindsight, you know, now that I'm mature and uh, I don't have my head up my ass. 
But my perspective then, then four years, what, what, what year is it? I was 20, I was 26, I'm 31 now. It was five years ago. Anyway, way louder now, if anything. Way louder, but at the same time, a little more quiet and normal in situations of the public. Because I have, I have more of an outlet now with podcasting. With stand-up and everything, you can only do that in in secret for so long. Um, anyway, I put a lot of heart into this gift that I... To this girl that I'd only known for like a month. And within this month, you know, things were moving pretty fast. Uh, I would have considered her my girlfriend. I don't know if we ever talked about labels per se. But I feel like with everything, you know, and um, she apparently felt like that because there's there's no way that you would be that mad five years later if you didn't actually truly care, which all makes me feel all the worse, you know. But this is a comedy show and I have to make some jokes. So if it... uh. Sounds like I'm shitting on you. It's not. These are just facts. They have to be a little funny because... Anyway. So... <clears throat> Sorry for people I just coughed in your ear. Um, yeah, so anyway. I In this time, she like... I still lived with my parents, you know? So, of course, she met my mom. She met my dad. You know, but I introduced them like, you know, it's not like a, I was a grown person. Essentially, I was 26, but I introduced them and her dad came and stayed with her for a weekend. And I met him and like um, she even asked me, she's like, I know this is a big step meeting parents and stuff. And then I met her her mom and her sisters and everything at a separate time. And, like, I don't know. I thought we were in a relationship, you know? Crazy. Um, we'd only had sex, like, four times. But, like, I don't know. All the other stuff, I felt like we are like, in a relationship, you know? We hung out all the time. We watched movies. I hung out with her and her roommates. Um, her favorite uh, thing was... Uh, pandas was red pandas and at the time and uh she liked the creepy teddy bears and she liked uh creepy music boxes so i tried to combine all those things um but uh didn't i couldn't find a purple red panda because purple was her favorite color and so i couldn't find a purple red panda so I got a purple panda. I made it a, uh, I fucked up on it, but I was trying to make, I mean, I made it, was holding flowers and stuff, but either way, it was a, uh, I made her a, a, uh, creepy, um, music box bear, purple panda, and I don't know, I feel like that's pretty nice, you know, for a dumbass like me, then. You know, it's kind of cheesy and silly and dorky, but I thought she really appreciated it and stuff. And then I took her to, like, a concert that wasn't, like, you know, I'm not rich. It was, a uh, I wouldn't have gone to just a concert willy-nilly. But I took her because into a band that I don't even like. You know, I've never even heard of. But she really liked it. And um, when we were at the concert, she bought a uh, shirt for her man friend. And uh, then I, like, tried to text her after that, after Valentine's Day. And 
she blew me off every single time. And then one day I asked if she wouldn't uh, like go out again. And uh, she said no. Uh, that she wasn't interested and just a uh, fuck buddy or whatever. And um, uh, maybe she could be friends because enough time has passed or whatever. And I was like, what is happening? You know? And then she asked for her stuff back, which, you know, we were pretty much in a relationship. I had like a movie that we had watched together at my house and my parents' house. And uh, she had a shirt or something, and I was like, well, I mean, you can just keep the shirt. Because honestly, my feelings were hurt, and I was like, this shirt means nothing compared to, like, kind of broke my heart, you know? But then, um, you know, then she asked for her stuff back, and I was like, okay. So then I... uh, picked a day where I wouldn't I'd hopefully not have to like see her because I was afraid she'd be mean to me again and uh, then um, you know she honked and waved at me as I was pulling out of her parking lot and I was like how dare you how dare you be happy and smiley with me I was nothing but nice to you. And you just threw me away like trash. But that was not her perspective. Apparently that day when she honked and waved at me, she was trying to get my attention. But I had, which is weird because I had texted her after I had pulled out and she could have said, hey, I was trying to talk to you. Can you turn around? I want to talk to you. That's how you communicate with people. I'm not saying I was any better at any point. I knew where you lived. At any point, I could have knocked on your door and talked to you and stuff. I was a coward. You know, that was five years ago. I'm not the same person I'd like to think. Maybe a little better. Maybe a little worse. Who knows? But... Yeah, I'm, I feel bad because I did, when we were dating, tell my friends that uh, she was just laid there like a corpse when we had sex. And I was like, what a messed up thing to say about someone. And then she said the same thing to me yesterday. And I was like, it hurts, you know? It hurts because it hurts in two ways. It hurts because I'm I'm a hypocrite. Because I said the exact same thing about her. And that's what my friend said when I sent a screenshot to him. He said, didn't you say the same like insult about her while you were dating? Uh, all right, dude. It still hurts now. But in my defense, she was on top, you know. The guy has to lay down, you know. Maybe we're just not sexually compatible, you know? Because I've heard the opposite critique from other people that I've dated in the past. Maybe it's just like we were obviously sucked at communicating, so maybe we just sucked at everything else. Maybe lack of chemistry. Who knows? All I know is I feel bad about it. I feel bad that she, that I was the villain of her story, you know? feel bad that I'm the villain of a lot of people's stories. The villain of Miss Nightmare's story, most likely. The one she stopped. But anyway. Robin. I don't think it would have worked out anyway. I doubt she listens to this podcast. But I think it would probably piss her off to know I wouldn't have this show without her. I wouldn't even know about podcasting if it wasn't for Robin. Robin is the reason Easily Irritated exists. It's the reason 10,000 of you listen to my stupid voice. 12,000, I don't know. 
It's up there. I think it's 11-something. But whatever. There's a lot of you, and I appreciate it. Wish more of you followed, like, subscribed, you know? Because I see the numbers. Actual subscribers? Way lower, man. Only 300 of you actually subscribe. Just helps you. You just get notifications in new episodes. And it helps me get into algorithms. It just helps grow the show. Be a fan. Subscribe. Not that, you know, searching Mike McCounter easily irritated is a bad thing. That boosts something, I'm sure. Anyway. No, easily irritated wouldn't exist without Robin. She told me about podcasts and comedian podcasts. And I was already a comedian, but I was like, no shit. There's a format where you could just be silly and just essentially do stand-up, but work on stuff and talk about fun events and talk to your friends and just be real in your authentic self. Without Robin, I don't I don't think I'd be my authentic self right now. You know? And honestly, the parts that annoyed her then are if anything just more like accentuated. I mean, not the lying about like little things that didn't matter, but and when I say that it's it's because if I would lie about things that I was either embarrassed about or I didn't think people would accept or approve of. And or I was like, yeah, like embarrassed of myself, like smoking cigarettes or like um, being messy or yeah, I'm, I'm certain I lied about smoking cigarettes when I dated Robin, for sure. Um, and after I quit smoking too, I mean, I still smoke occasionally now, but I'm trying to quit forever. Uh, it's hard, you know, when when you get random texts out of nowhere from ex-girlfriends or whatever she wanted to call herself, I guess. But, yeah. Those are all excuses, I guess. There's no reason to smoke cigarettes. I smoke cigarettes out of boredom. I don't even smoke cigarettes out of stress. It's boredom. Boredom and... Honestly, sometimes it's to stop from talking. Stop from speaking my mind. What does it matter? That's what I think about when I, when I smoke my cigarette. What does it matter? I think about my problems... And then I think, what does it matter, though? The old Mike, for sure, when Robin texted me all that stuff yesterday on Snapchat, the old Mike, for sure, would have said, that's when she said that I was stiff during sex, even though she was on top, and um, it was like fucking a corpse. Uh, the old Mike would have said, that's so hilarious, because that's what I thought. In my mind, I was like, that's so hilarious. <sighs> that's exactly what I told uh, my friends about you when we were dating. So, touche. But she was going to leave that conversation thinking, what a fucking dick. Regardless of what I said. I was actually thinking about sending her an email of just, like, apologizing. Didn't mean to, like, bring up stuff and, like, kind of going through things and, you know, apologizing for everything. But then I was like, I don't know, like, what does it matter? I already inadvertently ruined her day once hearing from me, you know? I haven't dated anybody, like, really since... Robin, except for Mandy, but, you know, she's a special lady. There's not a lot of Mandys out there. No, no, there's not. 
There's not a lot of like really nice, kind people out there. Like, I feel like my friend Jenna's probably one of those people. But Mandy's the only person that, Sadie, I guess. Both people that I dated that are very nice. I still contact today. But, no, never had anything against Robin. I really liked her. But I found out after we stopped dating that my friends thought she was very boring. And if they thought that, the man that I am today is not boring at all. If anything, I'm the life of the party. I'm the observer, but I'm also the life of the party. You can be both. You can have your cake and eat it too. Chris Motionless for Motionless and White. The metal band taught me that. With necessa Necessary Evil. His brilliant song. This is not what I wanted this podcast to be about. But I needed to talk about this. Because it bothered me. Normally I'd put this stuff on Patreon, but this is my life, baby. Take it or leave it. Yeah, if my friends thought she was boring then, like, we went to play a board game over at their house. And, you know, my friend Austin and Andrea, they're married. They weren't then, but... They're not comedians. Austin's a musician and a gamer. But and he works at Venmo. So, you know, they're not comedians. But I'm certainly a better comedian because of their quick, quick wit and uh, stingy sense of humor. You know, roasty sense of humor. I was already sarcastic. And angry. But they gave me the ability to hone my funny, you know? And uh, we played a board game over at their apartment at the time. Me, Robin, Austin, and Andrea. And it was like Robin brought it and it was supposed to be like this insulty game. She honestly... She wasn't that insulting. That message I read yesterday, that was fire. I almost want to read it to your to you guys, but I don't want to seem like I'm seeking validation. Also, you know, I feel like it's a little messed up. I also see this is codependency right here. The only person I wanted to see that interaction was my best friend Austin. But also, I see now that Snapchat lets you know when someone takes a screenshot. So after someone's sending those messages and stuff, and then I seem apologetic and was like, no, actually I was under the impression that you ghosted me. I guess we had a miscommunication. And then I screenshot it. Probably seems like I'm being shitty. But really, it's because I'm codependent and I was showing my best friend because I'm a little 10-year-old boy in my heart. I'm a 30-year-old man on the on my shell, on my outside. But, you know, she was that mean when we were dating, then goddamn. Actually, what she said was actually very unattractive. Um, definitely didn't like stir up any feelings I wasn't like oh shit girl I missed out woo I feel so horrible that I missed out on a treasure like you I did not feel that way I thought whoa alright you gutter trash you treat me like gutter trash, I see you as gutter trash. I don't know what I see her as, but I'm certainly not attracted to her after that. You know, I get it. She's hurt, mad, and everything. I'm the villain of her story. 
there's a lot of opportunities for us both to reach out to each other. I think the end of the day, like, you know, we did it for a reason, you know? So, can we obviously thought one way of each other, and we thought we were both ghosted, and we if we both think that, then there's no communication. I think the problem is, like, having sex with people you don't know. You know? Like, adult relationships and friendships are hard enough to juggle without adding the layer of sex. And obviously, sex is important in a relationship. Because otherwise you use it as insults five years later to your ex on Snapchat. You gotta be sexually compatible. I get that. But at the same time, you're like mixing chemicals into the mix, you know? You're adding the layer of attraction because you're when you have sex with somebody, your like body makes you more attractive to that person. And then on top of you probably have feelings and that's more chemicals and you have sex before you really trust each other. Like, trust is earned for both, for both people, you know? And, like, wouldn't you rather, like, know somebody really well before you had, like, sex with them again? Like, I feel like I should have been, like, actually dating Mandy before we went to the next level. You know, I... I don't know if she listens to this show and I don't want to be disrespectful or anything, but I felt like I was a little disrespectful to her then. Thank God she doesn't harbor any like ill feelings about it, but I felt really bad, you know, because I was a coward. You know who's not the hero of any story? It's any man who's a, a coward, you know? It's the least attractive quality in any person. Most attractive is speaking for what you want. You know, speaking up. Grabbing. Shooting your shot. Uh, I'd like to think I've gotten better at that over the years. I'm still working on it, obviously. Trying to be the best version of myself. I'm going to make mistakes every now, now and again and yell at friends and make them hide underneath weighted blankets. But I'll make up for it by letting their children and her, let's not be weird, and our boyfriend swim in my pool, my parents' pool. While they were out of town, I was house-setting. I got permission. Let's not be weird. Again. That child sprayed me in the face multiple times. I'm not going to say her name because she's a child. And may or may not be special needs. I don't know. That's what I hear around the water cooler, but I don't know. You know? All I know is she seemed normal to me. And she sprayed me in the face with my parents' water gun that I should have grabbed out of the pool, you know? It's the problem with not being around kids. You forget that every kid thinks like Austin does, you know? They just naturally, for whatever reason, want to spray me in the face with things. That sounded dirty, too. Maybe I'm just a dirty boy. Maybe I'm just a dirty, naughty, nasty boy. You know? Don't be coy. Give it to me. Don't be coy. No, but, uh... I should probably cut out that entire thing, but I'm not going to. I don't mean anything by it. Do with it what you will. It's the problem with not being around kids, though. You let your guard down, try, start to treat them like normal people, and then they do things like spraying in the face with a water gun. Consistently. Relentlessly. Non-stop. Anyway. This is probably too long of me talking and not being funny. 
But honestly, feel bad about Robin. She spent five years thinking I was some kind of monster. You know, I probably am, to be honest. But not in the way she thinks, or not in the way she has been thinking. You know? Yeah, I honestly thought she ghosted me. But just goes to show you. Maybe strangers. We only knew each other for a month. We had sex like after two weeks. Like, I don't think that's enough time to know somebody. And at the same time, I've had relationships like La Tigra, where our relationship started with sex and then she stalked me for nine years after that. And did I always treat her the best? No, of course not. So it was a selfish little adolescent, you know, young in my twenties. In my young in my twenties, my entire twenties, you know, up until maybe like twenty nine, twenty eight, I was probably in unconscious during that entire time i was a dumb immature little stupid shit so like the person that she's i would like lie about things i was insecure about or that i thought people would judge me for and i'm not like the person that robin is mad at and that like miss nightmare are mad at that just that person doesn't even exist anymore. It's not even the same dude. That's why cancel culture is weird, man. Like, oh, you said something when you were 14 and you're 29 now. Fuck you forever. Uh, no, that's not how, like, humans work. You're only allowed, what, like, 80, 100 if you're lucky. But, like, I'd be lucky if I make it to 60 or 70 amount of years on earth like you gotta allow us to change you know seven years you're an entirely different person from like all your cells and everything so five years dude i'm not even the same dude i was five years ago you know i don't live with my parents for one you know my cute little dog me live in a nice little apartment I've turned into a makeshift studio at times. Only on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Because I record my Thursday, my Sunday episodes on Thursday. I realize it's Friday now, bitches. Alright? I had a bummer yesterday. I had a bummer Thursday. I wasn't feeling the funniest. And I didn't want to say negative things. That were like about anybody specifically, you know, because I love all those people I've mentioned in this podcast. And I hope maybe I loved Robin. Who knows? I don't like I'm not that same dude anymore. I could ask that Mike, but like I don't even really remember him. It's been so many comedy shows and jail since then, you know, but, you know. Maybe I did love Robin. Who knows? Maybe that's why I was so brokenhearted and worked on myself for five years. But who knows? We all grow and change. You got to accept that. You know? Got to grow and keep changing. Can't hold people to a standard just because they were a certain way when they were younger. Got to allow people to mature. I've experienced a lot of life since I was 26. I've experienced a lot of life. In fact, I think I was 25, but it really doesn't matter. Because I've experienced things. I've experienced, I have life experience now. I didn't have any life experience when I dated Robin. You know? I was happy-go-lucky, skipping through the world, unaware of things like Spinning the bowl and blue. Or what face tattoos really mean. You know? I didn't know what face tattoos meant. Not really. I didn't know. Like, just the other day. 
I was walking to the I was walking to the dispensary while I was skateboarding, but I was having to cross the street, so I was on my feetsies. And there was this guy who looked homeless, like if I'm gonna be honest. Um I'm bald, Puerto Rican dude. Could be Mexican. I don't know, he's brown. Could be just really tan. Who knows? It is Arizona. And he asked me where the bus stop was, if there was one up baseline where I was headed. And I was like, yeah, I think there's one up there. Um, I think there is one, but I have no idea. Not really. I don't use the bus. It's too slow. And also, there's weird people on the bus. You know, the last time I used the bus is when I was in L.A. When I was at cinema makeup school. And I only used it once. Twice. I used it twice. Once to get down to Venice for our barbecue, my Australian friends. And once to get home because I found out a Swedish student, it was a goth kid I was friends with. He lived in my building and I found out, like, we had to carry, like, huge cement bus, like, molds and shit back. And I would just wheel him back on my cart. Like, I would carry him. But I eventually got a cart. And, um... Well, it's not a cart. It was a my toolbox that I would put the mold on my toolbox. And it became a cart. Your redneck rigget, you know? And uh, I found out that this goth kid takes the bus home every day. And I was like, dude, it's right up Wiltshire. It's a straight, it's a 15-minute walk. Like, it's a 15-minute walk. Why would you take the bus? It takes 30 minutes on the bus. The bus stops every, like, five, every, like, a minute or so. Like, not even. There's tons of bus stops on Wilshire, and that fucking bus stops at every single one of them. I was on for like two stops in the span of like three minutes. And I was like, I'm off, man. I can walk faster than this shit. And sure enough, I was I was home maybe like, no joke, like 10 minutes before he was. Well, that might be an exaggeration. It was a lot, all right? It was a lot. I wish I lived in a building with a courtyard again. It was nice. It was uh, it was cool to live in a like a like this apartment's fine, but like it's like we need a gathering like courtyard with like trees and a pool and stuff. Like, let's make it cool. Applied to an apartment complex like that in Tempe. It's called the cul-de-sac. It's a driverless community. Be dope. Hopefully it's not a whole bunch of old people. If it was young, cool dudes like me and hot chicks, I would dig it. I did like Robin, though. She was my type. Gothic. A little bit mean. A little bit grumpy. But, you know, sometimes things don't work out. and keep trekking on. Keep trucking on. All you can do is keep talking to people and having good experiences. Bums me out that she had apparently such a negative one, but at least I know it's some kind of closure. So she got closure, you know, good for her. I'm glad I was able to give that to her. And I got closure because I was like, huh, here I thought all this time. You ghosted me and threw me away like a piece of trash. But really, you thought I did the same thing to you. Well, aren't we a bunch of silly sallies? Just shows you we're both ridiculous and we probably shouldn't be in a relationship. Anyway, this has been another episode. Oh, 49 minutes. That's a long time. This has been another episode of Easily Irritated. Don't forget, if uh, you want a bonus episode this week, uh, tune on for Sunday's Patreon episode. Uh, 
um, you know, unfiltered, all that stuff. Not that this was filtered, you know. Said, talked about real people and said fuck a few times. You know, it bums me out too that like Robin at the end of it, she was like, if you want to go, I'm bored now, which is, you know, cliche. I get it. Uh, I'm either going to delete you or take you off as a friend. Um, feel free to keep thinking of me as the cunt who ghosted you. And I was like, that's not a nice way to refer to yourself. Using the C word. I use the C word because that's what she said. But I don't like using it. I don't like using... Bitch. Either. It's just... It's such a fun word to say, but I don't mean it like... Yeah, I should have said it. You know? I'm... I feel like bitch is the next word to be canceled. You know? At first, it's the N word. I mean... Understandably, I'm not saying I don't agree with the cancellations of any of these words, but, you know, then there's the F word, faggot. Then there's, you know, but again, I feel like I can more use that word. If you've, if you've had sex with a few gentlemen, you know, if, yeah. Yeah, you know what? If you've had sex with more than one gender, you know, or even better that, more than two genders, like me, I think you're, uh, I think you're okay to use it every now and again if you don't have hate behind it. Either way, they took away the F word, and that's a fun word to say. It's got a lot of syllables. They took away the R word. Renanen. Robots, tick-tarted, you know, but with an R. They took away that word. Took away a lot of words, you know, a lot of words. But I feel like the next one should be bitch. I mean, bitch is a very fun word to say. I know a lot of people be mad at me. But, I mean, it is kind of derogatory toward women. Just whenever you say it. Like, whatever your meaning behind it doesn't really matter because it's used as a derogatory. It'd be like, oh, shit, cunt. Like, whoa, that's fucking... See, the problem with cunt is it's too... It's too harsh sounding. Bitch is just... It's almost like... It's almost like P-S-H... H H A. You're like, Psh. like, Psh. that's why I like whispering's fun because you get to go, psp, psp, psp. hey, hey, you, psp, psp. you get to make fun sounds with air in your mouth. That's why bitch is fun, but soon we won't get to say it anymore. We'll have to make up new words to call each other. And then get offended. Anyway, this has been another episode of Easily Irritated. I'm your host, stand-up comedian Mike McCowan. I hope your week is better than mine, you know? Don't have sex with strangers. But also, don't avoid dating completely. Don't avoid having sex with people completely. Or dating. Because that's not the answer to your solutions either. Just like... Get to know someone that you really like and that you get along with. You got things in common. They have redeeming qualities. You don't have to have everything in common. You gotta butt heads a little bit. You gotta have the friction a little bit. If you don't have the friction, there's no chemistry, all right? You gotta have things in common and things not in common. And then you be friends, essentially, with the intent of dating or you're just dating you know fucking high schoolers fucking date from like 14 to 18 and they don't have sex until they're about to leave for college it's the way i mean i'm not saying wait that long 
good sweet god but two weeks was probably too too soon should there have been conversations leading to that too as absolutely should be a lot of communication but especially if you like if you're uh, experienced or inexperienced you just should communicate with it you know learn from my experience lack of communication is a bad thing leads to you being the villain of people's stories and them being the villains of your story that was a lot of words for me to get out of my mouth anyway you know just find a person that you you like find attractive just be friends with them go on dates because you know what dates are dates are just hanging out going to the movies going to dinner like you would with your friends watching movies at your apartment with the added bonus of cuddling and kissing and eventually when you trust each other sex but if you have sex with people you don't know very well it does complicate things for sure you know two weeks not enough time a month maybe if you don't know if you don't know that person a month if you're friends or something before three weeks is fine three weeks is a long time if you've known somebody for like years and you start dating somebody that's a long time you know still build up to it for sure three weeks a month you know but for a stranger two months maybe a month i'm speaking for the ladies too you know and the fellas have standards for yourselves strangers no context of trust or like past activities or anything especially if you're hot man if you're hot if you're hot the chances of you having herpes goes way up you know the chances of you having an std go way way up if you're hot if you're a girl you know if you're a girl and you're hot the chances of you having an std go way up because no no man wants to wear a condom with a hot chick men don't like condoms anyway a lot of condoms don't even fit me you know they're too tight they're too tight around the shaft it cuts off blood circulation i don't like it i'm i'm sterile anyway mostly i'm sterile i'm sterile anyway so what does it matter if i'm having sex with a hot chick i'm not wearing a condom now there's hot chicks that have are a great white buffalo that uh i'm still friends with thank god because she's a wonderful amazing person but no guys don't wear condoms with hot chicks that's how herpes gets spread and for whatever reason that's how you that's how you deduce it ugly 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 hot okay you have herpes or an std of some kind you know you could have aids for all i know you know same thing goes with guys it's the hot guy in the office with the itchy dick i have been fortunate enough not to have an std but i have been paranoid that i've had one before so raw dog it a lot hot chicks if it's an ugly chick for sure gonna wear a condom don't want to take that risk i don't care how 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 infertile i think i am i don't want to take that one percent chance with an ugly chick all right check please these are jokes kind of not really anyway this has been another episode of easily irritated with mike mccowan
See you guys next week. And have a fantastical weekend. Do some shenanigans, get into trouble, go on dates, experience life. You know, experience life. Have sex with your friends, I guess. If you're dating them. And in a relationship. (coughs) For a while. That wasn't a burp. It was like a weird cough. Anyway. No, what? You guys are freaks. You've been listening to Easily Irritated with comedian Mike McCowan. If you dig the show, then please like, subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the word. You can follow me on social media at Mike McCowan on YouTube. That's M-I-K-E-M-C-C-O-W-A-N. And at Mike McCowan Comedy on Instagram. If you're a gamer and you want to play with me on PlayStation, my gamer tag is Foster underscore Goblin. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and review our podcast page on Facebook. You can find it by searching Easily Irritated Podcast. Links all in the description.